Welcome to Chat Art, the show where visual art and Chattanooga, Tennessee meet. This is the place to get an insider's view of the artist's journey. Join us for artist interviews, gallery artist talks, and news about upcoming events in the Chattanooga area. Join us as we chat about some art. This is the third episode of the podcast, and today we have a treat. The lovely Maria Willison will be joining us today. We will cover everything from the process of creating beautiful sculptures, bigger and heavier than yourself, and what it's like to be one of just a handful of sculptors in the scenic city area. All of this goodness through the eyes of one of the most sincere and lovely people I know. You can find her at mariawillison.com, that's W-I-L-L-I-S-O-N, or Maria Eva Willison on Instagram. Now, without further ado, Maria Willison in her own words. Hi, Maria. Hello. <laughs> Welcome to the Chat Art Podcast. Thank you. <laughs> Yay, Glad you're you episode there. three. Yes, that's a good number. It is a good number. Mm -hmm. I totally believe in good numbers. Yeah. It's a thing. Art should always be in uh, odd numbers. I yes. Think, so. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we're tech, we're uh, doing like art design rules right now. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I wanted to talk a little bit about your background um, yeah. because I know you went to school in Chattanooga. I did. Mm -hmm. But... Are you from Chattanooga? I'm not. I'm from so. uh, Bristol, Tennessee. So I'm still from Tennessee. Right. So that's like four and a half hours from, four and a half, I'm making that up, three and a half to four hours from here. Um, is it how north? How I used to drive, three and a half hours, and how I drive now, four hours. <laughs> is it, um, is it north, like, um, like west of like Nashville It's right stuff? in the tip, north, okay. northeast tip of Tennessee. Oh, so, okay. So there's a Bristol, Virginia and a Bristol, Tennessee. I so know. it's right on the border. Yeah. So we have our like, our main state street is like on the WL line is Virginia and the other half is Tennessee. So. Oh, that's cool. So you see like now and then if there's nobody around, there's like someone driving in the middle of the road and like, <laughs> I'm in two states. I'm in two states. <laughs> so yeah, one, of, the, our, it's the little one of our delight, claim, right? claims to fame. <laughs> that's right. So, Stand yeah. in two states at the same time. Yeah. But so back to your question, I am not from Chattanooga, but I grew up coming here a lot because um, I'm one of those. So I went went to Covenant College, yes. and I I'm one of those. Uh, my parents met at Covenant. My oh, siblings yeah. both went to Covenant. Covenant does and that. My and then like my uncle, you know, and I had like older cousins that went. So I've grown yes. up visiting, and then alumni weekends for my parents. Oh yeah. So I've been to Chattano to Covenant specifically a lot growing up. So it's Chattanooga. You know, I I know it sure. through my childhood too. Did you feel like you were expected to go to Covenant? I, oh. I, it was it was very odd. They told us we were going to come. We, oh, they told you? Oh, yeah. Well, no they, choice. What they said was, please go a year, see what you think at least, uh -huh. and then you can change if you're not liking it. Um, so I I wanted to go, so it worked yeah. out. So um, if they didn't have an art degree, I would have been like, mm, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I think you got in there just in time. Yeah, because they didn't for many. Well, I was there. You know, yeah, for I was many, in a good spot. Years. The art barn was still around, which yes. <clears throat> even though the new building is very nice, the, the it's art, fancy. The, that building is the old one is very uh, nostalgic. <laughs> I know. <clears throat> so, um, so yeah, went to Covenant, and so I've been about to hit, have my ten year reunion. It's not oh that I'm going to go to the reunion. But <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. That'll be. Yeah. 
graduate in, I guess in May, it'll be 10 years. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. So are you going to go to the reunion stuff? No mm, pressure. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I will check with friends to see if they're coming to town and then yes. hang out with them elsewhere. <laughs> well, that's the bonus of living in Chattanooga, where you went to college, because so many people, if they if they mm-hmm. leave at all, mm-hmm. they'll come back, you yeah, know, yeah. And, and you'll get to see them anyway. So yeah, it's like totally. a win-win. Yeah, but I'm like, I live here. Do I really want to spend money up there to like... Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, I would rather eat at home. I'd rather maybe maybe you'll see the, the like, people you want to see. Anyway. Overlook, I might just do that. Do right, that. yeah. That's during alumni weekend, isn't it? I think. So I think so. So I don't know. maybe I'm kind you know, of lost track. We'll <laughs> so, do you feel like was your family like um, kind of like an artsy family? Was there like a lot of artists in your family? Yes, um, that's cool. So, being a sculptor, <clears throat> it's very. Um, you really need like a, to be mechanically minded and very artsy minded. Mm-hmm. So I got that kind of from both sides, honestly, because my my dad, he can fix anything. He's like my my one of my sisters calls it. I've Tom Larsoned it. That's my dad. That's my dad's name. So so it's like you know MacGyver MacGyver. Oh yeah, you know, same idea. Yeah. Um, so he can just. Fix Give you anything, a paper clip so. and a exactly. piece of chewing gum. That's my dad. So so that's actually a really good thing to sculpt like making armatures for sculptures and things it really there's a lot of jerry rigging and like just having a mechanical mindset really helps so that side i got from my dad but the actual like artistic side my mom um first off i have a lot of musicians like my mom's a musician but um on the visual arts side um my uncle is a professional painter Um, is he really mm -hmm, i don't think i knew that yeah i'll I'll show you some pictures later yeah he's a he's a um portrait painter oh okay mm-hmm. he's very good self-taught too he's like yeah just wow yeah he's very good <laughs> that's like in the genes mm-hmm, for yeah. sure i find that that is a lot of, that's true so many times of artists is that their family has a lot of just kind of artistic lineage i know yeah. that sounds whatever yeah. but you know like their family members were uh, painters or, mm-hmm. you know, great pianists or, you know, violin players or whatever, you know, it's just like, I think there's something about growing up in like a culture of like artistry mm-hmm. that just, it, it makes it feel like it's okay to pursue that. Yeah. Well, I think it's also, yeah, it feels okay to pursue that. I think it's also, you're just cultivating it when you have it around you already as a kid. Yes. And there's, I think we could, you know, we could have so many artists if in the world, if, it was really taught in the house to be yes, like, this absolutely. Is, this is part of who you can be and, you know, this can really help you express what you're feeling and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Same with musicians, too. I mean, the people that say they're tone deaf, like I have a friend, a musician, she's like, no one's really tone deaf. It's right. like, you just need some practice and, yeah. you know, need to really concentrate. And, and yes, obviously, some people are way more talented, way more skilled than others, but, uh-huh. but uh, yeah. I think almost everybody can do art. I think so, too. Yeah. I would always tell my students that there's um, seven-minute artists and seven-year artists, you know? Like, mm-hmm. it's in everyone. And mm-hmm. some people, it's just, you know, a little closer to the surface so it doesn't take as long. Yeah. But everybody can cultivate that gift. Yeah. So, I mean, I just think, like, I think we limit ourselves a lot. And it's kind mm-hmm. of silly. Totally. But when you were a kid, are there things, like, um, that you no influenced you or your aesthetic <laughs> as like a little kid yeah um 
think just playing in the woods for one thing. Like yes. we had being in Tennessee, there was just a lot of orange clay around. So I just like dig up handfuls. I'd like remember I made like a log cabin with like with, you know, the the, the orange clay as the, the yes. mortar or I don't know what it's called for log cabins, just the mud between the, right. the logs. Um and I would get a lot of like my first you know, I did a lot of wood carving. That was my first three-dimensional thing was wood carving when I was like 10 I started doing just not like really sculpting forms more like preparing a stick to then do wood burning all over oh sure yeah I would I had like a Lord of the Rings series of of staves that's That's fantastic (laughs) so I I have a scar to to on my I have a, a pretty bad scar on my leg from carving when I was a kid so that was the only way I could really I was bouncing off the walls as a kid so my mom sure. would we'd have a beach towel out in the living room so when we watched tv at night I would just be sitting there wood carving or drawing or something that's so wholesome while watching. Mm-hmm. oh my gosh so um good, yeah good on your mom yeah she's man. also a very clean person so I was very impressed that she was like yeah just go for it you know and yeah. I, I love that that she was totally cool with that I love that the arts were like really encouraged in your house yeah I think yeah. that's so important yeah I agree so. yeah well, I wanted to talk a little bit about your work because I think I've always known you as a sculptor. Mm-hmm. And then when I saw your work in drawing class, you know, mm-hmm. at Townsend, like, I don't know, like your drawings are amazing. Well, thank you. And I, I mean, we looked at your painting mm-hmm. today, so I'm excited to see you do some 2D stuff too. But yeah. I, I, I would like to know how you describe your work to Mm. someone who maybe hasn't seen it before yeah so I definitely describe myself as a sculptor so like drawing to me is to help me sculpt better yes it's a tool yeah it's a tool and painting is more even though I don't like the word hobby but it is more of on the hobby side of of like just I need to relax right now it's not like my job to do painting it's a little more yeah anyways I like the like back of my mind I'm like maybe I'll start really painting at some point but right it's just fun learn to learn something new like that um but yeah I would describe my work um I'm a figurative sculptor that um tends to have narrative concept pieces mm-hmm. so a lot of times it's really just me processing through something in my life um, sure or which a lot of times they're kind of it's not always a very specific thing it can be but it tends to be like broader things that hopefully will connect with other people too. So absolutely, um, I actually only really figured out the word narrative, how much that applies to my work, only in the last couple of years. And I'm like, that is it's absolutely true, though. Yeah, like I think um, I okay. I'll just be honest. <laughs> like a lot of times with sculpture, I tend to be like, okay, it's a commemorative bust it's like almost (laughs) like it's like reading like a biography you know what I mean like Mm -hmm. I I put it in this kind of like um it's almost like an archival section of my brain or like I treat it like a archive piece Mm -hmm. but I think what makes your work so special is that you've been able to especially with your relief work Mm -hmm. to tell a story tell a story with like sculpture and with clay and you know resin and like all the things that you work with like I've just never seen somebody tell a story like that Mm. with sculpture I know Mm -hmm. 
Maybe I just haven't looked at enough sculpture. I don't know. Well, we don't. First but, off, don't have a lot of figurative sculptors in town. No but, kidding. Um, I find that so I can count on five hands. On five hands, I just <laughs> <laughs> five fingers on one hand. Five fingers on one hand. <laughs> on one hand, how many figurative sculptors there? Yeah, it is a small yeah. like. It's just a small community, I think, yeah. and I think it's just not out there as much, mm-hmm. you know. And yeah. I. Do you feel like that's isolating? I feel like it's a little... It can be some. I didn't really realize it was until I went to the National Sculpture Society conference the first yes. time. And I was like, got so excited. And I was like with, sitting with one of the lunches I had. I had with like all female sculptors around 30 years old. How many of them and were there? There was like eight or nine of us sitting uh, there. And there yes. was like... Uh, and there was... Most of them were from New York City. So they like... It was, you know... They didn't think about that. It was a big deal. We were all sitting there, and yeah. I just like freaked out. They're like, "Okay, calm down." And I was well, like, "Guys, you don't have a moment. I can count how many figurative sculptors are in my city." Yeah. So, um, no, I mean, when you came back from the sculpture conference like last year, mm-hmm. it was like, I don't know. It was like there you were just like lit up. Oh yeah. And, yeah. and then I think that's the first time I thought, "Oh man, like Maria's like a." You know, it's a little bit of, like, island life. I mean, I think, you know, artist life in general is kind of solitary. True. You know, you're in your studio all the time and all that stuff. But I think, like, when you're working in, like, a very specific field Mm -hmm. that not a lot of people do for so many reasons, like, I just feel like it's, you know, it can be a real lonely task. Yeah. One, I'm making it sound more lonely than it is because figurative painters and sculpt like realistic you know painters that do the more traditional style there is actually a lot of we can have a good conversation about what we're doing like which is interesting like an abstract sculptor I barely have anything in common with so which is interesting but I'm glad you you say that because I definitely feel that way but yeah not saying they're not great people no no, of course not so I just feel like it's like it's like a I'm ta- I'm trying to like compare an apple and like a dump truck or yeah. not a dump truck that was yeah. a terrible thing to say but like a complete <laughs> Who's like the dump truck in no this I know I know I'll, say, I'll be the dump truck I'll be the dump. <laughs> but you know like it's just like so far from my I don't know yeah. my skill set my brain like mm-hmm. it's 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 a real jump yeah yeah so so the figurative and more traditional painters. I do have a community there and similarities sure. with what they're doing enough that I'm not feeling completely isolated at least. So that's good. And also just any artist, you know, you still we're artists. Yeah. Be artists together. <laughs> do you feel like, um, do you feel like pressure to do more, um, traditional sculpture, like bust, like, you know, in the round, like, you know, I would say it's like museum style, you know, mm-hmm. like, not, you know, like that, do you feel like the pressure to do that kind of work? Not really. Um, uh, I get kind of annoyed if you've, <laughs> I, I, so this is, this is some, a glimpse into that I'm not as much of a business minded person as I probably should be. So, you know, obviously it's good to have a balance between the artistic side and the business side to really just keep it going. Yes. But, um, <clears throat> but I just, I don't feel that pressure because I really just want to make exactly what I want to make. And, yes. And 
<laughs> screw everybody if they <laughs> if they don't want to buy it they don't want to buy it and I love it right so, right so um so I don't tend to I mean do I don't see you of... taking on a lot of that kind of work yeah. but I just didn't know if in your field you feel it, like that's the expected route to take I think it's a little expected but not not right granted as we've said there's only there's very few sculptors doing what I do here so right. so it's not really expected in this area to do that it's more just like mine's stuff's pretty unique and right people are like oh cool i think um the pieces of yours that i love the most and that i always think of when i think of your work are like the ones that i feel like um they're not person specific if that mm. makes any sense yes. they're much more just like oh my gosh it's like a picture of like what it's like to be a human mm-hmm. like um you have this one and it's a relief and it's a, a human it's a male figure that's like falling, sort of. It mm, looks. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like, oh my gosh, it's so powerful, and I relate to it so much. It's just, nice. <laughs> I, I just love that it tells a story, and it's like, I, oh my gosh, I can assign like a thousand. Exp- it's like very universal. Yeah. I mean, I think, that, if that makes any sense. Yeah, it does. That, I think that goes back to really wanting my work to have a narrative. Yes. Because when when you're just getting a likeness. Um, there's no narrative. It's just, right. and, and then, and then, you know, on the business side, again, that's limiting how many people would want to buy it. It's like only the model or the model's parents probably oh are going to want to buy whatever so that true. is. Yeah. So, um, and that's something I've lately, I think I've mentioned to you before trying to step away from, uh, cause my, my portrait busts in the round, like they were, they were really, they were getting really good, but they still were basically only something the model would want. Right. So, of, of my latest piece, uh, D- the Discord of Harmony with the gold leaf on it. Yes. So that was my I love my that. push. I think yeah, that's my favorite currently. Which usually it's whatever's the newest thing is my favorite. <laughs> so, um, uh, that one's really me trying to push past it being a likeness and having it be a concept with a narrative. That's because oh. I love portraits. I, and I yes. love faces. And I just think there's so much you can be said with just someone's face. Oh, yeah. Um, your expressions. So, oh, my yeah, gosh. They're yeah. like, oh, they're just uh, your self-portraits. I'm like, oh, I've seen that face. Like, <laughs> they're just spot on. They're like mm-hmm. perfect. It's crazy. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Are you going to do any more with the gold leaf? Because I thought that was unbelievable. Wanna... Yeah, I was like gold leaf at some point but i don't know what concepts but now i'm just like i think i might just do the same concept with other people do a whole series yeah do you work in series like yeah i do um i usually decide i'm gonna do nine and then i'm like seven oh maybe five (laughs) four (laughs) this is exhausting yeah so much work so usually they they (laughs) the amount usually goes down but you know i enjoy series usually i get a little more realistic now so i'm like three or five or something right um but but with these, I might I might not set a number. I might just see how many models that I'm like inspired by and be like, oh, I could. so currently I have two that I'm thinking of hiring. Um, what do you for, look for in a model? Um, just sometimes it's like angular features. I think are really mm-hmm. fun. Um, but it's just a face that stands out to me. There's could be a bunch of different reasons why. Um, so it's never like one specific thing or, yeah. I don't know. That nose is just what I want, you know? <laughs> I want your, five noses that look like Your this. olfactory is really <laughs> impressing me right now. <laughs> so funny. Um, I think sometimes, though, there are people who just 
strike you Mm -hmm. that like you just feel compelled to make something in their likeness. Like it doesn't happen to me very often, but every now and then I'll be like walking downtown and I'll see someone and it's just there. And it could be, and and it's not like one specific thing. It could Mm -hmm. be like the way they have their dreads tied back. I don't know. Or the way, like whatever, like a beard. I don't know. Something. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, it's exciting to me that I'm like, kind of figured out how to move away from just likenesses for a portrait bust. Sure. Because I think that's, yeah, opening up the world for the concept pieces a lot more. For Yes. And yeah, the gold leaf is fun to work oh, with. So. That was amazing. Oh, thanks. I yeah, just thought, um, to me, it's like, I love looking at someone's body of work and seeing like the first, <laughs> you know, kind of hint of like a whole new direction yeah. or a whole new series. Mm-hmm. Like, to me, that's that piece. Yeah. I'm just totally. like, oh, I can't wait. What's yeah. coming next? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. The, Is I'm it trying expensive? To... No, it's not. Well, first off, I bought the artificial stuff. So, it's sure. it's not actually gold leaf. But uh, I was doing research. Like, part of me wanted it to be actual gold leaf because that, like, works with the concept better. But then I decided right. I was, like, doing research. And it sounds like the actual gold leaf is more finicky like if you touch it it might just kind of disintegrate on you and I was like oh, I really gosh. need a little more control over sticking it on there and for so, me I don't know if you struggle with this I always struggle with like I don't want to be um making work that doesn't stand up over the test of time totally. I mean yeah. in, in a sense you can only do as much as you can do you know mm-hmm. like we live in the temporal world but like I I can't work with materials that I know are going to like not be archival on yeah. Some, to yeah. some level. Yeah. Well, I think either the artificial or the gold, the actual gold, gold leaf would be fine with that. Yeah. Um, because they also are, you seal it too. So it's not just straight gold leaf, you know, open air. Flicking you know? off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Into the breeze. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty. Oh, Which well. could be another concept in and of itself. That having could it be. Kind of leave, but um, sounds hard to control. <laughs> yes. So, um, but yeah, no, I, one of the hardest things with sculpture is the patina, like that, the getting the finish yes. to be what you want. So you, that, a patina can make or break a sculpture. Oh my um, gosh. And you have so, so many hours in. I yeah. wanted to ask you about that because I feel like, um, oh my gosh, the sculpture is like, there's so many different processes mm-hmm. and they're so expensive and they take so long mm-hmm. and they're so technical. It seems really daunting in my mm-hmm. mind to even like uh, take on like trying to really pursue that field if you're not a hundred percent taken with it mm-hmm. like yeah. were you intimidated um a little bit by when I started out with mold making because in college it it <laughs> Definitely had some accident situations, which usually happens when you first learn to mold make. It's so, there's yeah. so many things that can go wrong. Um, also, whenever I was mold making, it was like during finals and you know oh two in gosh. the morning, you know, and you're yeah. like, I need to pass this other class, you know. So, <laughs> I think I do. Do I? Yeah, do I? <laughs> so, How much do I care about that? So class? that was daunting starting out on my own, just being like, I won't have any in- instruction when I'm doing this. But um, I got a little. I got some teaching a friend to teach me some while I worked for another artist weren't making molds for him um yeah did you learn mold making at covenant did you yes but 
It was also, it was a, there were polyurethane molds, which is more finicky and annoying to work with, but cheaper. So that's why we went with them. Right. So, um, so I use silicone molds now and they're mm-hmm. a lot, they're a lot less finicky. Um, but, um, it really just takes practice and you have to try to be as perfect as possible throughout the each step because oh it's just going to make it easier in the end. Um, I hate so. that pressure. I could yeah. never do what you do. <laughs> yeah. um, like, I'm so impressed. Like, and the thing is, it's, you could make a mold and then like, it, the tiniest thing, it could just destroy yeah. the whole, so many hours. Like, yeah. I, I don't, don't think know. you knew me during this stage. So... <laughs> Uh-uh. So, <laughs> let me give you a little story here. So, <laughs> okay, so uh, I was in an emerging artist in Four Bridges like five-ish years ago, five, yes. six years ago. Um, and so I was like all pumped up, like trying to get a lot of work done, you know, sure, as you do of course. for a new, for a, a booth. So I like, I'm going to do this little small portrait series. So I did, I think there was 12. I did 12, no, what am I, I'm making up numbers. I made nine uh, portraits, and they were all, like, six inches tall or so. Sure. Um, now, were and, they, like, three-dimensional, like, yeah, in the round? three-dimensional okay. in the round. So I had, like, a little series, and I was going to have them on, like, a really tall, thin pedestal, so they'd all just be, like, lined up really Lovely. fun. And they'd, I had, like, I had like names engraved uh, on each of the plates, so they all had, like, kind of a whimsical name and stuff. Um, <clears throat> so I decided, like, I like these. I think I'll make molds of them. And then just set the molds aside, but sell the original because I fired the clay. <clears throat> and I've made molds on clay all the time. But right. when I'd done that, it, I had just done it on unfired clay that's loose. Oh, so, like so, greenware? Like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so you just destroy the original and, right. you know, have the, the mold. So and I've all, so I made put the rubber on, and I didn't really think about that there's, you know, obviously fire, bisque-fired clay is very porous, but oh. when it's fired, it's like solid, of course. Right. So the molds would not come off of them. No. At all. Did so, it just like seep into the porous mm-hmm. like so, nature of the clay? So if I had finished the sculptures and like already put a patina on them, right. it would have been fine because right. the pores would oh have been filled in. Oh my gosh. But it, it was completely stuck on there. So I had... What did you do? Did you... Um, <laughs> I hurt the environment a little bit. <laughs> a friend <laughs> of mine um, was like, I could fire it off. We'll just throw it in my kiln. We'll just burn off all the sil- silicone rubber. So it's like so what like yeah. a, a, a ceramicist would so, say. Let's yeah, just yeah. burn it. Yeah, and he is he's like lives out in, in Utawa and he's like lives on a farm and he's just like, Yeah, totally. Let's just wear a big mask when I do it because it was oh, really not good for you. <laughs> so it was like yeah, he oh, said it smelled gosh. so bad. But yeah, he totally did that. And I was like, Thank you. Because <laughs> that um, was Well what else you would that have was lost... like all of it. That was like four months of solid work. So, and that time I, that was like my only job. So I was like really working on them. So, oh my um, gosh, <laughs> did they look so, different? Because nope, they were fine. <laughs> they just came out looking yeah, like the yeah. plain clay body, like if that mm-hmm. never happened. Yep. Yeah. I mean, that's unbelievable. Intense heat does wonders. <laughs> so, so, do they? Inst- did the molds like incinerate? Like mm-hmm. nothing yeah. left. Well, he like, took a photo or... of them. So, so the. It was still sitting on the sculptures. Then he'd be like, or you know, and it would just like puff away. What? So yeah, no, oh he he gosh. had to go in with a vacuum and like with a big old mask and like vacuum wow. it up. And, 
but ooh, yeah, I was like, oh, I'm sorry, environment. Oh, <laughs> I won't do it again. I won't do it again. So, <laughs> so now, yeah, I but, either. You know, that's how you learn. For sure, yeah. That's yeah. and I've done more mistakes. That was my biggest, but I've done other mold making mistakes. Oh it's just gosh. no matter how good you get at mold making, something can go wrong. Oh, just, I know. It's, yeah, yeah, very finicky. But but surprisingly, I most of the time enjoy it now. So which is nice. Um, that is nice. Although I'm also making molds with relief sculptures, and those are so easy to do because oh, it's man. one piece of rubber that you don't even have to like cut open or anything. Sure. And then one piece of plaster like for the mother mold so that's like the shell on the outside like that's so cool and then so like one of my sculptures in the round that i've cast it was like a 16 piece mold you know 16 yeah. pieces yeah so because a mother mold you know like it obviously can't <laughs> it can't like be pried apart to no. get something out so you have every time there's a different plane like a intense plane change you have to have a different piece of mother mold pulling away and do you just cut it off um no you uh you cast each of those pieces or or make or you make those plaster pieces each separate are you so so you have to put shims shims on it it's kind of hard unless you see the process but to understand it but um so I'll make it easier. So so casting a portrait bust <laughs> compared to doing a 16-piece mold. So um, so you make a shim wall, which is a wall of clay or something sure. you're using to um, block half of the sculpture. I see. And then you put the plaster on that half of it. Uh-huh. And then and then you take the, the shim off, and then you put Vaseline or some kind of thing in between on the plaster so you and then you do the off. other half of the plaster yeah. and so then you then you just use a chisel and you pop those two parts apart and so oh so yeah no if you if you just did it whole it would be like impossible yeah. to get off but, but so that concept with 16 of those pieces so do you wow. have any problems with like these molds not lining up and sometimes but usually not bad enough that i can't kind right. of fix things back or, together yeah yeah so yeah, sometimes like the 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 piece with the gold leaf that is fired clay. I didn't yeah. even make a mold. That's just straight the original. So, yeah. Which, Do which you also, prefer think, working with clay? Well, I like both. So so I'm either working yeah with water clay or oil clay. Um, mm-hmm. It just depends on what texture I'm wanting in the end because right. they they lend themselves to certain textures and styles. Um, or if I'm mold making or just how big the sculpture is or, or it, sometimes I'm like wanting um, to work on it over a long period of time and oil clay will be way easier because it's not going to dry out on me. Yes. So oh my gosh, that's a problem. And, yeah. and also you don't have to bag it up so you can just look at it while you're doing other stuff to, to like kind of process what needs to happen next, you know? Sure. So um, yeah, a lot of artists are, a lot of sculptors Want, want only use one type or the other but i think there's really a lot of benefits in in both so well and i think that it just frees you up to pursue sculpture in a lot of different techniques and forms yeah do yeah. you prefer working in relief or in the round um so i learned in the round originally mm-hmm. um in relief i learned like the year after college so i've been doing that 10ish years now so um I love your relief work the best. I'm just going to um, tell you. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. my favorite. Like, uh, I, I just love it. Like that round I've, piece with mm-hmm. the geometric triangles mm-hmm. around the, the... The torso in the middle. Yes. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I was really happy with that one. Yeah, I... 
I tend, I've slowly through the years done more and more relief. So yes. I really love both and I think I'll always do both, but You're more of my concepts, both. thank you, uh, more of my concepts have started lending themselves to a relief. Um, I think I that's like to what do... I'm attracted to mm-hmm. is like your ability to tell stories in clay. And I, mm-hmm. I feel like that comes out so much just in a really powerful way mm-hmm. in your relief work. Yeah. Yeah. One of my favorite things that was like that I started realizing I was learning with doing relief is, you know, like obviously with a sculpture in the round, the negative space is actually air. It's actual negative space. But uh, you know, relief sculpture is really the bridge between sculpture in the round and painting because it's like, or just other two-dimensional art. Um, sure. Because the negative space, you know, is an actual part of the piece. Mm-hmm. So you really have some, some another area to work with to like either leave it blank, which can be interesting. Like the, the, the vertigo piece, the one that the man was falling, like you said. Yes. That one's just blank. But, you know, I've done textures. I've done, I did... um uh, bobcat sculpture for for Tennessee River Gorge uh, last oh, yeah. year and that was like forest background so there's like a that lot you can intricate. do um yeah yeah that one was fun <laughs> yes yeah. it was <laughs> yeah I, I had a lot of fun on it though it was it was intricate but the de- trees could have been way more detailed though because a lot of them were like little strokes and stuff but I think um, the trees being a little bit more um uh not as Maybe emphasize, looser. Yeah, or looser. Mm-hmm. It, it just highlighted that bobcat. And yeah, just, that was definitely a goal. It was cool to see you work that way, too, because I hadn't seen, you know, I, I'm so used to seeing you do the figure, mm-hmm. which I love. I love yeah. your figure work. But I was like, oh, whoa, like, you really, like, captured, like, I can look at it, and I'm, like, reminded of, like, Edwards Point and, like, mm-hmm. all these places that, like, you know, are like outdoor mm-hmm. areas that are just like here. Like yeah. they're just like, it looks like where we live. Yeah. Yeah. That it was, was a cool. Goal, so. It was cool to see. Yeah. Um, do you want to do more of like that kind of work? Like I would enjoy landscape-y? that. Yes. Except I don't like doing foliage things. <laughs> oh yeah. So the one I did was like just tree, like yes. it was in the winter. Yes. And then it was like emphasis on the rock that the bobcat was sitting on. Oh, the on. rock was cool. Because um, that's an actual rock in the yeah. Tennessee River Gorge. Um, so, but <laughs> I, I, my patience with doing flowers or any kind of leaf, I lose patience so quickly and it just ends up looking kind of bad. So I did, so the piece I just, that I brought in today to show you. Yes. Um. There's a flower in the in the hair. It's a self relief sculpture, self portrait, and there's a flower in the hair, and and that was I could do it, but it was still just like, oh, this is so detailed. This is so <laughs> tedious. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes. Um, but uh, that's about as far as I'm gonna get with, with right. that kind of. But I like that's okay. You know, I can do fall scenes. <laughs> yes. So, well, um, I you know I don't know that like. Floral sculpture would be like that yeah. much of a draw. Yeah. Like, no. No. I just think it can go granny real fast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally. Sorry, everyone. No, no. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. It's a thing. Yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> you just lost some of your viewers. Your I listeners. know, right? I'm sorry. <laughs> Not my dump trucks and granny references. I'm going to be in so much trouble. Um, mm-hmm. Is it important to you where your work like ends up or lives? Um. More than I used to think, because it's it's also my work, you know, because I just don't have an ha- I don't have a gallery. 
currently and I don't um, have many places where it's, I do have some work at Memorial Hospital right now, actually, but, yes. um, uh, I usually picture, and this is a weird way to answer it, but, uh, I usually picture my work in kind of a gallery setting mm-hmm. when I think of the concept pieces, but I love the, but when I've seen those pieces in a home or something too, I'm like, Ooh, this is oh, nice. You know, yeah. I like that. But, um, didn't really realize that that was important to me until I wasn't Mm. really showing anywhere or people weren't buying stuff at a time and I just had everything you know under beds and be in closets at my house or in the attic don't and I was just like this is making me sad like even if nothing sells just to just part of part of the concepts and the what I'm trying to show people or what I'm putting out there is it's not the concept's not done until someone's looking at it. That's like right. part of the concept. Is it's, to have... it's the fulfillment. Yeah, it's yeah. like it's like you're, it's like it's like you've been in this relationship and there's no closure. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's bad. Oh, I'm a, a huge rabbit trail. I'm just gonna do it. Yeah, <laughs> movie review right now. Do it. <laughs> uh, Timmy and I watched the movie Arctic. It's on Amazon Prime right now. It was very good, but oh. there was no closure. <laughs> oh, that's it. A... Was rough. It was, and it just like stops, and you're like, "Wait a like, minute!" Like, uh, spoiler: he he gets rescued. You you know it's coming, but but it, but like you don't see any like relief moment, um, and and so we were sitting there like, uh, "We're stuck in this non-relief I'm place." Still tense. So okay, there yeah. we go. Rabbit trail. Yeah, can't. Yeah, you shouldn't do that to viewers. <laughs> yeah, it's like build you up and drop you. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't so, like that at all. So endings are big with me though. Yeah, like for sure. If I like invest in like a movie or a mm-hmm. show or a series and it ends really badly, <laughs> I'm I'll be mad about it for a long time. Yeah, but, there's still some shows I'm mad about. But exactly. Mm-hmm. But if it ends like beautifully or like appropriately or like yeah. really well, oh. I'm like their ultimate fan. Totally. Yes, yeah, I'm the same. Breaking yeah. Bad. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I haven't <laughs> actually seen that. But... Oh my gosh! I know. Everybody okay. says I need to. Yeah, so. you totally should. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. No more. Anyways, movies. yes. Sorry. Um, <laughs> all right. I did want to talk to you a little bit about your studio practice because yeah. I know you work in your home. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so I have a studio in the basement, so which is nice. It's like the one room in the basement. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's feels a little separate. Like my our last house. We had a two bedroom and it was like the master bedroom, the bathroom in between, and then the ex- the other bedroom, which was my studio. So it was just like walk across the hall and go into studio. Right. And it felt too connected to yes. everything else. And, and if and if Timmy was home, then I was like, uh, well, and then, really and then there's some and, guilt. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, I should be doing, you know. Yeah, totally. I should be cooking. So, yeah. Also, it's just a wood floor, which is not great when you're working with clay. So, oh, yeah. So I had like plastic down and just like vacuuming yeah, that up. Work, was, like, ugh. Man, so, like you really need a space where you can just let it fly. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, so I have a, a cement floor studio in thank the God. basement. They yeah, were, we, that's free. Yeah. That's we, what we had uh, when we bought our house when they were flipped. Uh, a company was flipping it mm-hmm. and, and they were about to put the flooring in the basement. And I was like, stop, <laughs> leave the cement floor. I love so it. I cut them they just like, in time. What? So I'm like, okay. That's weird. Um, so yeah, there's a studio down there. That's um, awesome. Just sink down there too. Yeah. Which is great. And um, yeah, it's my first legit studio. Isn't that I nice? I love it. So it feels it's, like a place of your own. It would be big enough probably forever if I had like, 
some more storage just because sculpture sure. molds take up so much room so. well and some of your work is big yeah like, yeah the guy with the outstretched arms mm-hmm. with the little guys mm-hmm. i'm sorry i don't know what he's called <laughs> yeah but you know what i'm talking yeah, about yeah. <laughs> i love that piece by yeah. the way but big yeah where that, is that he? one is in our laundry room sitting over really? sitting over the washer and dryer <laughs> so man yeah. we need to find <laughs> chattanooga is full of like uh apartment buildings and mm-hmm. restaurants and big places and that should should be out there being yeah. seen because it's so good thank you yeah that one was my nice most con- blah, 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 most consuming piece i've ever done it was it's huge it took a year to do yeah. um because all the, the 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 figure the actual large figure didn't actually take that long no it but was the little bitty little. figures there's I think 24. There's 24 little figures. Oh, my gosh. So it took... It Did you took, take that number for a reason? Um, I, 24 hours in a day. So, oh. so um, I wanted I wanted it to be about either... I, it was kind of a dual concept of, like, either it's, like, these are all the facets of this person's uh, personality, or these are, like, all the emotions they're maybe feeling in a day. Or, oh, my gosh. Um, so they're yeah. all different little expressions on the little people and just not expressions their faces don't change that much but it's because they're so teeny but uh the, their their body expressions yes. are, are really different so unfortunately i at the time and i still don't really i'm not going to spend money on casting that in metal unless someone bought it because it's sure. a really expensive piece so it's in resin which means it's very hard to move <laughs> so no kidding um, that because because I saw oh, the picture big, the big of thing you is great, but it's just those little moving little guys in the truck. Can, like... Oh my gosh, <laughs> holy heart attack! Yeah, I would have made like people I know sit back there yeah. with it and like baby it. Like, yeah, no, it was fine. Is it's really just the little figures break off so easy. So oh thankfully, my you can gosh. super glue them back on, and nobody knows. So <laughs> we don't know anything about that. Yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, I don't. That's not a. I love that piece. I'm glad I did it, but it's just it's a beast it's so annoying to move yeah so honestly that yeah. just factors in on me not wanting to do something similar to that similar yeah other times but man but it should be similar. <laughs> it's so good yeah so good thank you yeah i was happy with it um do you have because i know you work at home do you have like certain times of day that you usually mm. work or habits that yeah. you're just like i'm a creature of habit with the yeah, studio totally. so i was just wondering what your habits are yeah um so I have kind of a nine to five art job of making these donor recognition tiles that I took out. Another artist needed to stop doing that business. So I took her two big commissions that she was trying to finish right. and started them halfway through the process. So it has to look, look like her work. So that's just that's pr- kind of my all the time uh, nine to five job is that. Sure. But I have gaps in that throughout the week during just normal work hours. And so I'll just suddenly be like, oh, I'm working on my piece here. So I don't have, for my own stuff, I don't really have any exact hours, um, especially when I am when I don't have a deadline coming up. Deadlines yes. help so much. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, I, I, need a, I need a deadline. Yeah, for sure. I give myself fake deadlines sometimes. I do, that, too. That it can help a lot. I trick myself. Um, yeah, it, can, it really can help. Um, so a lot of times it's usually like, oh, I have two afternoons this week. I can work on my own stuff. Or, But I do try to work, you know... Lately, it's been a little lower this year, but I try to do work at nights sometimes. So, sure. um, but 
have a hard time, you know, being motivated <laughs> after a certain hour. <laughs> I, I do too. I'm not a morning person, but but my work, you know, past 11, my work starts not being good enough to make it worth working on it. <laughs> so, right, right. Yeah. Um, do you mm. like it um, quiet or do you like to listen to stuff or what do you I listen, listen to stuff all the time. So, yeah. so I, I fluctuate between, I like listen to, I love making playlists. Um, so that's a big, so I never do, I'm not really a Pandora person because I, I want to know. I like curating my playlists a I lot. So I have like really long playlists, like, and it depends on my mood. So if I'm needing to concentrate more, I'll listen to, I, ha- I like soundtracks a lot. So because you're also like still, it's a little more than just listening to classical music because you've got got a story kind of going with, Absolutely. with that movie, that part of that movie you like. Especially so, if it's really picturesque. Out yeah. of Africa is amazing. Oh, that is a, yeah, that's okay. a very good one. I didn't know if you, listen, I, yeah. I couldn't let you leave my house without <laughs> recommending yeah, totally. that one. It's so good. Totally. Yeah, I, my... My soundtrack playlist, I finally started a second. I was like, okay, this is too long. But my first, my first soundtrack playlist number one is like six, seven hours. So oh, long. good. Yeah. So, um, but so that's like, if I'm really needing to concentrate, I'll do that. And then, then I just listen to anything other than that, you know, other stuff, playlists or, or, um, albums and stuff. But yeah, that, so then that's like my music life, but then I like, Need a break. We'll yes. Do that for like a month, and then I'll switch to podcasts for like a month or two. Yeah, and I love podcasts. So, ah, finally on a podcast. I know, right? So meta. Full circle. <laughs> um, so I love doing that, and sometimes you know if I'm doing more t- more, just get it done, copy one for one stuff. I'll, yes. I might listen to a more learning something podcast that I'm. You it know. has to be the right moment yeah, if yeah. I'm going to have to try yeah, and I don't listen something. to those as much. But, God, so but then I have like feel-good, chill podcasts that I'm just like, oh, just yeah. throw it on and you're just hanging with some people, you know, which I like that. Um, yes. Um, and, but then also my, my third, the third thing I do is <clears throat> then I'll get, need a break from podcasts for a while and then I'll listen to audiobooks. Oh, <clears throat> I should do that more. Yeah. yeah I'm the, such a podcast do it through junkie. the library. It's, it's, uh, you can do digital a lot of digital books yes. through the library. It's great. Um, uh, which so that, that ranges like the podcast too. I'll have like a book, like I really need to. And I, I when I'm sitting to re- read a book, I can't read hard concept, like anything hard. I actually do better with that with an audiobook. So I'll throw on that if I'm I think it also doing... matters like if you're like an auditory learner mm-hmm. or a visual learner, like, yeah. you know, learning, like knowing your learning style, I mm-hmm. think is crucial. Yeah. I think it actually helps to not be too much. I'm not an audio learner. Mm-hmm. So that actually helps for listening to a really uh, meaty like book or something because mm-hmm. uh, I'm able to concentrate on something else too. Absolutely. Um, so like one of my, one of my siblings, she's, straight audio learner and she cannot listen to podcasts or audiobooks or anything because that's all she can do if she's listening to it right so like oh i'm glad i'm able to like immobilizing yeah yeah exactly totally so i uh for me i can't learn unless i'm doing something with my hands totally like that's why like when i was a kid and i used to always aesthetic (laughs) yes when i used to always like um like draw in church Mm -hmm. like i would get in trouble all the time Mm -hmm. and i was like Listen, if I'm not, that's the only way I can listen to anything mm-hmm. that's happening in yeah. here. 
if you take it away from me, like my mind is like a thousand miles away. Yeah, that's thankfully that was something my parents were good at. That they, now and then my dad would check, like, tell me something from the sermon or something. <laughs> um, Do you know what's happening? Yeah, right yeah, and. Yeah, I was able to, that helped to work on drawing. I mean, I'm sure, sure. I had moments of like, you know, but, but the, the, I've got to draw. But, I'm putting um, devil ears on yeah, this. Yeah, <laughs> um, I love doing mazes. I would make really in, intricate mazes. Oh, really. that's cool. Um, but, but, uh, lost my train of thought. What were we saying? Oh, yeah, the way we learn. Right. Yeah, definitely. I thought I used to be like 100% kinesthetic, but I'm realizing I'm really visual too. I'm yeah, definitely both. Um, yeah, me too. Me too. So I just think that that if there's any advice I could give any human being, it would be find that out more than anything sure. else. Especially if it kids in school. Everything. Oh my gosh! And when I would teach, I would always tell kids yeah. like, take your sketchbook with you. Yeah. Everywhere you go. Yeah. Like. You just do your homework while you're pacing. Like, sure, <laughs> I did or that all the time a as a kid. Yeah. I don't know, like yeah. outside, whatever, whatever mm-hmm. works. Yeah, I totally. just think sometimes maybe like grown ups like expectations of kids, like and how they're learning or yeah, what's real learning is sometimes it's, so far off from what's really happening inside. So their often audio, straight audio learning. So right? true. And it's just like. Not all kids are going to be able to learn that way. No, I so know. I think we have sit a... perfectly still in this chair in this room, this quiet room, and just listen to the teacher and and get an A. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> like, ah, it's no. such a bizarre expectation. Yeah, I don't understand it at all. Totally, so weird. Um, is there anything that has been like super inspiring for mm-hmm. you? Just like. Something that's, like, maybe held true through, like, many series. Yeah. Because I think we have lots of yeah. little things we draw from, but there are always big inspirations. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, yeah, I think so. I My work tends to have, so, in the concepts, a lot of times I kind of like having the two opposites, like a dichotomy between mm. the two struggle, like, two different struggles that I'm I or just the human race works through of like absolutely uh, like I think that's been true since my like early pieces of um, this thing is really hard but then here's the the hope or the or the the opposite the of that <laughs> so, yes um, yes so it's and uh, I've been told before like oh your work's all kind of the same I'm like I don't think that I think it's which is like, yay, thank you. Thank you. I really needed to hear well, that. How are you supposed <laughs> yeah. to respond to that? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? But, um, I don't know. But I'm like, but they're all human struggles that I'm just constantly working through. So that's kind Absolutely. of what my work goes through. Like my newest piece, which probably, I don't know how soon this is coming out, but. <clears throat> probably the end of this week. Okay. So that piece might not be quite done then, but the 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 piece I brought today, a relief sculpture, yes. self-portrait, you know, like that one's going to have. You know, the look on my face is very distraught, but it has, I have a flower in my hair. So that's kind of the hope part is that. And then, yes. and then, um, I will have, um, two streaks down my face on the patina. So, <clears throat> which I will post as soon as that's done, hopefully in the next week or two. And again, but, we, yeah, send me a picture. We'll yeah. definitely put it up guys. And I just want to say like looking at it, I just think again, like, and I, I said this when you showed it to me, like, I think like the expression is just like, 
a little sorrowful, but mm-hmm. like powerful, mm-hmm. which I think that is like, that's your superpower mm-hmm. is like you, the way that you can like tell a relatable story mm-hmm. in sculpture. Mm-hmm. I've never seen anybody do that before. I totally think it's like, it's your superpower. Well, like, thank you. That's, that's a good compliment. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I just think it's really cool. And we'll definitely, even if it doesn't go out with the blog post for the mm-hmm. episode, we can post it to the Instagram post Sounds later. Good. Yeah. 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 Cool. Okay. Um, well, Maria, are you up for <laughs> a Chattanooga, like lightning round of questions? I am. Let's do it. <laughs> Yay. Okay, good. Um, do you feel like a Chattanooga artist? I do. Yeah. I mean, my, I, I did art as a kid, but yeah. elsewhere, but I really didn't identify as an artist until uh, right mid-college and then after and I've yes. been here since that so yeah I, I, I feel consider like, myself a Chattanooga artist I feel like Chattanooga is where you came into your own as exactly. an artist which yeah. is big yeah for sure yes yeah, it's definitely art um, home, the art home <laughs> is there um I know that you kind of go around town a lot mm. when you're like working on your laptop and like working mm. through ideas <laughs> and things yeah. do you have any favorite spots um, that are good for working so, so yeah, types. if I'm doing like, yeah, laptop work where I'm needing to figure out a concept or just re- replying to, you know, bajillion things you have to reply to as an adult. Yes. <laughs> uh, but a lot of times, yeah, just working on a concept with my notebook or my iPad or something. <clears throat> I like going to coffee shops because they really do. First off, it just keeps me off streaming services and, and <laughs> Facebook and stuff and yeah. Instagram. Um, keeps you focused. Yeah, it keeps me focused. Sure. I feel like I have an audience that's gonna judge me if I oh, <laughs> turn on those. Things. But you know what I mean. Yeah, I'm like I embrace that. I'm like good. It keeps me yeah. concentrating. Totally. Um, so <clears throat> I li- I do like Need Loves a lot a lot for mm-hmm. for working. They do get crowded, it's crowded. though. Sometimes. Yeah. So Last I don't I went there, actually do that like too often anymore, people. just because it's hard to um, find a spot. Yeah. <laughs> honestly, but I actually like. Uh, which is actually not a local thing. <laughs> I like uh, Frothy Monkey a lot. I knew you would um, say Frothy. Yeah, because, so it's a regional chain because it's from Nashville. So I feel okay about it. So <laughs> I'm, I'm a local snob. <laughs> okay. Um, Frothy, but, though, has that magical gift of you can get breakfast or anything. You can drink wine or yes. you can coffee it up. Like, yeah. You could do. You can get anything you they want. They have good pie too. I oh like my gosh, pie. they do have good pie. But one of the biggest things, honestly, is that they are open late. Oh yeah. And when I'm working doing the concept work, and usually trying not to interrupt my day work. Yes. So I'll go for after dinner one night. Sure. And and go until and they're open till like ten or eleven or something. So, so I think ten during weeknights and then later on the weekends. And so that that's honestly one reason why I picked them, just because I can stay there later. And that's, I do wish, that is like one con of the size of our city is that our coffee shops don't stay open that, like most that's of them. That's true. So, which I'm like, I could use that. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> but, yeah. you know, <clears throat> that's okay. That's okay. We'll yeah. put that on the something we can approve yeah. on. There you go. <laughs> list. Yeah. Okay. Um, speaking, since we were talking about favorite out you know, little, um, Mm -hmm. spots to work. Mm -hmm. What is your favorite Chattanooga treat? Like something you can only, because guys, we like, uh, Maria and I are in like a little artist group and Mm -hmm. we always have treats and like, it's, it's, it's an important thing for us. So what is something that is 
a favorite Chattanooga treat other than the pie at at yeah. Frothy's. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you can't go wrong with clumpies. I mean, I love clumpies. Oh man. Um, but I also love speaking just on an ice cream vent, b- bent. I also love milk and honey too. They're just oh, such yeah. different styles. Yeah. And I like having both options. Sometimes I want a little less with more like artisan style. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. then sometimes I just want the the really good like waffle cone. With oh the, yeah. At clumpies and their sorbet so I love that is lot. like blow your but, face off good. But my favorite like. Tim and I love restaurants for sure. Our yes. favorite is definitely Aaliyah. Oh, I've me? never had a bad meal there oh, ever. It's, it's like impossible. So good. It's so good. Whenever we go, we don't go often and we like save up because we yeah. go all out when we go. We do too. So, we blow yeah. it out of the water. Oh man. Yeah. That's why we can't, we go there like once a year. Yeah. 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 It's too, for sure. It's so, dangerous. Or maybe less sometimes, but oh, it's so good. <clears throat> yeah. That yeah. is our favorite restaurant. It's, it's so good. Some of the best Italian food I've had, and oh I've been gosh. to Italy, but it's still, I know. it's still like so good. It's so good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I know you're like a super outdoorsy person. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite outdoor spot? Um, I'm not sure I have a favorite. This just depends on the mood. I, I like, there's yes, so I, many of yeah, them. there's so many, there's so many good outdoors places. I do love, which is actually already somebody else's answer. Uh, in your podcast, I do love the nature center a lot. Oh yeah, <clears throat> it's also just I live in St. Elmo, so it's not crazy far, which is nice. It's, yes, it's pretty close. But I also just sometimes I just want a a quick trip, and I'll just go to Glen Falls because I live. Oh, I love since Glen I'm Falls. in St. Elmo. It's really close and it's I beautiful. Hate pulling out of that park. Oh yeah, that's the worst. Spot, <laughs> yeah, if I go, I tend to not want to go on a weekend because then there's not oodles of other cars blocking you in or anything. Yeah, um, I'm trying to forget, um, and I also just love going to. Uh, course the names are just leaving me but i like going you know a little bit out of the city too and going to like some rivers to like you know clear your brain go up up some streams and stuff and go swimming and stuff that's always fun but of course the names are just gone um i don't know there's just so many good places there's so so many good places i think we are really privileged to live in this area Mm -hmm. yeah i mean i feel like it's i don't know this is how i grew up and i feel like it's made me who i am and it like there's nothing like being outside to like clear your brain true and like it just refocuses the lens and like i don't know you just realize that half the stuff you're worried about is yeah yeah it too shall Gives pass you perspective. Like, it does yeah like the, I, it's so important yeah from last year when i did that tennessee river gorge piece like i was mentioning <laughs> with the bobcat sculpture um it uh I got to see that rock in the Tennessee River Gorge. Like, I, the Rick, I forget, I'm getting Rick's last name. Well, I'll think of it later. That's okay. <laughs> um, he's like the director, I think, of Tennessee River Gorge stuff. I'm getting this all wrong, probably. But he's awesome. And he, like, knows the River Gorge. Like, he doesn't oh, take I the bet. trails. He, like, just knows he where knows things where are. He knows where he is. He knows so, where he is. So, and go. he got to take me on, like, a tour. And so that was one of my favorite thing, nature things in China. It was just being in the woods with him and him, him, him like show him like and he's like that's where turkey was right there and see this tree if you break this up it can clean your teeth if you're in the middle of the woods you know oh like gosh. it's got this natural something something in it like he I like, feel like you're like he's with like a shaman knows or something yeah, <laughs> he like knew the science of everything and like he just knew stuff <laughs> it was really yes. cool so that that's was one of awesome. my favorite nature experiences in chattanooga was just we sat up on that rock where that sculpture um were like on that rock that I did the sculpture of and like had yes. tea up there and like it was just it was a it was a fun day. So. That sounds like a fun day. Yeah, that was really cool. 
Okay. Last question. Mm-hmm. What is your... Downtown has a lot of sculptures yeah. all through downtown. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite one? Um, it doesn't have to be downtown, but yeah, anywhere yeah. Chattanooga area. Yeah. Um, I really... The one that's coming to mind right now is I really enjoy um, <clears throat> Dow to Creve's sculptures on the Market Street Bridge, the... The, the female figures that are like kind of swirling around with the, yes. the they're like standing on spheres. That's um, true. I forgot yeah, about those, those ones are really how lovely. Did, so how did I forget about that? Yeah, they're those, beautiful. Yeah, they really look like they're from some other place. Yeah, like, he's he's amazing. He's a painter primarily, like amazing, like a master painter. Not I definitely I definitely don't throw the term master around lightly. Um, <clears throat> and he just he decided to do those sculptures, and he's good enough that they look amazing so i really enjoy those and i take that bridge now like now and then when or you know a lot of times i'm taking the highway but the stupid 27 highway but but when i'm over going over market i'm always just it's so nice to go through through some figurative sculptures like that but absolutely yeah oh i love that you picked that but uh i kind of forgotten about but uh, speaking of Aaliyah though they got a lot of good art in there so oh i know Mm -hmm. yeah yeah that's true yeah, I like the bathrooms are the best. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good when people yeah. don't neglect the bathroom. And, uh, and I worked for Cessna. The you know he's the right. one that did the little torsos on the doors, and he yes. did the he did all the drawings in the bathrooms or the I guess they're watercolor kind of quick so sketch paintings in the bathrooms. And it makes you, you not know. want to leave the bathroom. I know, right? It's like what's Jen not <laughs> like been... this is this is. You, it was good they did this and bad they did this. I know, right? It's <laughs> like, I shouldn't why, leave the bathroom. I've not been at the table for like yeah. two minutes. So, I was just, yeah, yeah. with the art. <laughs> just hanging out with the art. Just yeah. hanging out with the art. Yeah. You know, no big deal. Mm-hmm. Well, I love it. Thank you so much yeah. for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. This is so fun. I'm it on a podcast. So fun. So cool. I know. Yeah. I know. Finally. Yeah. yeah. Very good. Awesome. All right. Well, guys, we will post all of the work that we referenced on the blog. And stay tuned. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Well, that wraps up this episode of the Chat Art Podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed that. That was so much fun. Now, to see all the work that we talked about during the episode, go to chatart.net. You can view all the sculptures that we referenced and get more information to find Maria online. And to see who's coming up next on the podcast, go to chat dot art on instagram and i will try and keep you guys up to date and inspired and distracted from the corona craziness that's happening right now so for now goodbye and wash your hands guys